0: Live from Celebracion. Live interviews conducted with award recipients and honored guests at the Celebracion 2018 conference held in San Marcos, Texas, and sponsored by the National Hispanic Institute. This is an interview with NHI alumna and presenter at Celebracion, Rachel Basoko. Interview conducted by Phil West. We're here at uh, Celebracion 2018 with Rachel Basoko, uh, who is a NHI veteran who presented yesterday on her new emerging company trends up hi hey <laughs> so let's um, let's talk first of all just kind of why you were asked to be part of Cele this year and in particular uh, why that presentation um, yeah as, as the opening act for Perico and Jesse <laughs> uh,
1: you know I, wow they had they had a, an amazing act and I always feel Quite humble to be invited back every year and to be a participant here at, at NHI, but this year in particular, they were talking about branding. And this past two years, I've been working on building my own company, my own brand, Frenza, which is a brand that is made by and for Latinas. And mm-hmm. so I've had the opportunity the past two years to understand what does it mean to brand a product, uh, what does it mean to brand a company, um, and the steps you kind of need to take and questions you have to ask yourself mm-hmm. um, as you're building that brand. And so i was invited here uh kind of for two reasons one to be to present my my brand itself to the participants here via presentation but also to present the products and kind of get them to feel and touch the brand and really get to understand the brand so Mm -hmm. they're not just understanding or learning about branding or the thought processes that it would take to build your own um spaces they actually get to see it physically and touch right. it physically with me here, and understand that the concepts we're talking about aren't necessarily abstract; they're very real uh-huh. um, and incredibly um, doable. So there's, it's easy to do. <laughs> right. I was gonna say,
0: yeah, it's not just an abstraction; it's a tienda that's going to be on the way to where they're yeah. going to be in the finals. Right. So what what gave you the idea to to do this? I mean, had mm-hmm. you worked in um, the industry? Had you where where, where did the uh, genesis for this come.
1: So I have always worked in the fashion and retail industry. So I understand the trends of e-commerce, fast fashion, um, branding, buying products. I've worked in sales management. I've worked in buying. I now work in digital strategy. Um, so I have a pretty broad understanding of the industry itself. And I have kind of, I live and um, work in New York City. So I have a lot of access to um, networks and spaces. Right. So I you know, I, I remember being a participant and all, all these years being like, okay, I sell sweaters and buy sweaters for living. <laughs> like, how does that contribute to the, like the larger community? Like, what am I right, doing here? Right. And so I felt a little stressed because one, I knew that brands currently saw Latinas as consumers. They didn't see them as producers, owners, or investors. Right. And my community also didn't see itself as producers, owners, and investors. Um, and the reality was is that there were a ton of Latina brands out there. They just weren't on mainstream platforms. There wasn't a single platform for them. And so I wanted to find a one-stop shop for hmm. all things Latina. And so right. it made sense and it was super easy for me to be able to do because they, it already existed. It just needed the skeleton backbone to bring it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one part of Frenza. And then the other parts of Frenza, which are the content and, and community events pieces that we do, stemmed from the need for myself to have community. And not being able to find that in New York, um, having struggles, trying to figure out, like I wanted to be at a table with women when one woman could say like, Hey, like I design clothing and someone else could say, Hey, um, I write music and someone else could say, I have a huge backyard yeah. and in 15 minutes. You had a musical. Right. <laughs> and I was like, where, where are those spaces for me to be at the table? And like, the reality was, is there were spaces like that, but they cost a ton of money or required a lot of time. and for Latinas or for myself as a young professional, like that just wasn't, that, that wasn't built for me. So I wanted to find, I knew there was white spaces that I wanted to be a part of and wanted mm-hmm. to buy into. Um, and so I created it. So a lot of it was for the need of myself. And as we've been building Frenza, it's realizing, okay, the numbers are there, but when you get to interact and touch and, and be a part of the community in the way that we've had such an immense pleasure to do so, you recognize the need that our community needs us too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a growing process every day, but it, I, I, we learn and, and change all the time, but that's kind of where we stem from.
0: Right, and you say we. I understand that from the presentation that your partner and <laughs> yes. you found each other through NHI.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So we met at the 2011 New York LDZ, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because she was also from Texas, and there was a huge Texas cohort that went to New York LDZ that year. We met through LDZ, the next year we went to sell it together, um, we participated in the same group, mm-hmm. so we've had the opportunity to work with each other and see each other's skill sets um, in capacities that you wouldn't find at your high school. So when you come to an HI program, you're asked and challenged to think differently and to really think in those more abstract terms, but then to pull it into a tangible source. and. I got to see how she works and she got to see how I work. And we're very different people. Like I'm very like high picture, big picture, like visionary, like let's have these emotions. And she's like, no, Rachel, like we need to have like minute by minute plans. And so she, we Mm -hmm. work with each other very well. Right, And if it hadn't been for NHI, I wouldn't have found her. I wouldn't have found my investor. I wouldn't have found the people who helped build and sculpt my company as it is right now. Mm-hmm.
0: And what was it about NHI that resonated with you that allowed you to go, was all these your first program or did you? No,
1: um, my first program was the Texas Great Debate. Okay.
0: And you were competing with?
1: Houston Region. Okay. Yeah, I, I was in mock trial. So <laughs> I was I was very much involved with Houston Region. I went on to be like their hard, their hard coach and like mm-hmm. still very much, ho- always cross my fingers that the Houston team will win.
0: <laughs> right, so what what got you to be involved with NHI in the first place then?
1: So I think it's. I was introduced to and asked to come to a a little event during the day on third period in high school, and they like brought us all in and gave the presentation. And I was like, "Yes, I'm missing math class. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will definitely take that third period off. Goodbye." Um, but I got in there and they gave us presentation, and at that point in time, Houston. Had been winning first place at uh, uh, Sherman for the past like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, this is gonna be good on my resume, right? And so I first joined NHI with the intention of, oh, I'll go to this program, like, I'll just put it on my resume and that's mm-hmm. it. But yeah, exactly. There's always the but. <laughs> but then you you meet this incredible like pool of talent and resources and intelligence and i remember walking in and being like, oh my god, people who look and sound and understand me are, are and are are out there. Like i never knew that there was a huge community of latinos out there cuz i had at that point in time was wearing like blue eye contacts and straightening my hair. Mm-hmm. Like i had so denounced who i was. Oh, wow. okay. And so now i had the opportunity to fully embrace my culture mm-hmm. and heritage and have people around me and the sh- the way that i was able to be challenged and uh-huh. e- empowered was unlike any other program or space I had been in. And so I just continued to come back. It was mm-hmm. so obvious to me that I needed to be a part of this community and I needed to find ways to continue to be a part of it.
0: Right. And then obviously, so you've seen Celle. A- um, evolve as part of that yeah. as well right so and and this this year as well as last year there's been a lot of emphasis on this notion of branding mm-hmm. and I know that that's that's a concept that um, maybe not a lot of high school people I mean they're they're aware of it obviously yeah. but maybe don't think about kind of the conscious process of doing that so can you talk a little bit about kind of what what you're seeing yeah. from reactions to what you presented and then just also just being here and observing the students
1: it was so interesting because after I gave my presentation the students had a couple of questions for me and you know a lot of of them were just fabulous questions asking me, um, you know, about like how do I deal with controversy? How do I overcome obstacles? Um, what happens when people tell me no? Um, one of the questions I got was, "Did you start with no money, or do you, did you have capital?" And I was like, "I'm still broke." <laughs> <laughs> That's the nature of building a business is right, right. is always trying to find and, and build capital. But the they were also interested in like how did you come up with like the colors? How did you know your audience? How and To build that, how did you build an actual brand? Mm -hmm. And I told him, I was like, I started, Frenza started in March of 2017. We didn't launch our website until August 1st of 2018. Right. So it was over a year's worth of research, you know, groups of women that we brought together and said, does this make sense? Does this feel too Mexican or does this feel Latina? You know, trying to make sure, especially when you're building a community brand, what are you Mm -hmm. saying here? What does it sound like? Do we want to sound more? Do we want to sound younger when we write our Instagram captions, or do we want to sound more professional when we write our Instagram captions? Who who is that audience that we're bringing in? Um, what kind of photos are we taking? You know, it all stems down to like, what is our mission and our core value? And I, and I told the students, I was like, when you're building that brand, you have to think about what is the value and mission that you're trying to accomplish, and then build out the vehicles, mm-hmm. and then build out the brand because if it doesn't match into that mission or value system, your brand is going to fall to pieces.
0: Right. And one of the things that you talked about with the brand and the importance of what you were trying to do kind of gets into what is this business going to do? And you talked about the 10% to mm-hmm. Latinx helping organizations.
1: So we do that, you know, with every purchase, that's ticket sales as well for our events. And then for every product that you buy through us online or at one of our pop-ups ten um, percent goes back to a Latinx serving nonprofit. And we do that intentionally because we know that you can buy the product online from our vendor sites. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy it online from our site or and if it didn't have a ten percent, like you could just buy products and be a consumer of a product. Mm-hmm. But we wanna engage our customers to see themselves not only as just consumers, but us also to see themselves as investors in those entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who create that product and also as investors in the larger community. And so mm-hmm. it's gonna cost a little bit more, which is challenging current retail trends of the sure. Amazon effect and, right. you know, how can I get the, the lowest price for the, you know, you, you're constantly looking at things like that. And we're saying, okay, we're going to give you a little bit of a higher price because we're, we're offering an opportunity for you to participate and shift your own narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're not saying that explicitly to them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're not ever explicitly saying we're going to shift your mentality. Right. Um, we're just providing the vehicles and systems that allow them to engage to do that. Um, so the 10% is very intentional. Um, right now 10% goes back to NHI. And then if our vendor decides to go through Threnza, um, if a one of our vendors wants to support another Latinx serving nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, we definitely adhere to their wishes as well. And right. during that time, it, when someone purchases a product from them, that money will go to that Latinx serving nonprofit.
0: Mm-hmm. So you think that that can form kind of a broader community or a more engaged community?
1: Yeah. We, cause we, right now we work with our, Vendors who are all over the country too. So we have Mm -hmm. them in California, Miami. So it's interesting because we're building a brand. Like they all have their own individual brands, and we have to come up with a complete brand, right? Um, But then we also partner with community organizations and um, larger companies like Spotify, The Wing, Bumble.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So we're matching with their brands. Right, right. But then you're dealing. But then we get to we have the opportunity to work with nonprofits, which really allows us to be more community focused, and Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily about. A brand at that point in time, it's really more about a cause and the mission behind what they're doing. So it's really interesting and fun for us to be able to work with larger companies and larger nonprofits who have a have a bigger uh, spread, a larger spread of, mm-hmm. um, of of people that they can they can influence and how we can connect with them as well.
0: Yeah, and then the clothes themselves are being utilized by consumers who are choosing those to articulate their own mm-hmm. sort of personal brands.
1: Yeah, and that's I think that's what's really cool about the Mensa is like you get to look at what we all of what we have and they can build their own brand. I think that's a, a great point. I think when we think about what does it mean to be Latina, our first event we ever had was called La Futura, um, which we had Alex Ocasio on and India Moore on.
0: Right. And we
1: talked about what does it mean to be Latina? And a lot of people were like, well, it means this, that, and the other thing. And we're going to offer you product that now says that we have lipstick that says it's named Maria or Spanglish. Um, Lupita. <laughs> so they're, right. they're all like, all of a sudden the lipstick you have on your purse now is Latina and now that gets to be a part of your brand. Right. We have shirts that literally say Latina power on them so you get to express your culture and heritage in ways that previously you may not have had the opportunity to um, and really feel empowered in doing it. And I think that's a really inspiring thing is to see other women doing that Mm -hmm. um, and knowing that you too can participate in
0: it. Right. And I think it's interesting that you had Alexandria on because she obviously was very conscious about creating a brand Mm -hmm. and there was a very kind of purposeful, uh, image-heavy thing that she was doing on top of her very obviously purposeful platform. And that seemed to really resonate.
1: Yeah, it's it's so funny because when she came to us in um, September or October of 2016, no, 2017, Mm -hmm. and was like, I want to create a Latina-focused event. And I was like, Ferenza can do it. Mm -hmm. We'll do everything. We'll build it out. We'll do the promotion. Um, And this is the kind of conversation we'd like to have. She was like, I'm game. I'm on board. Because with that point in time, it was in March, so she hadn't necessarily blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, she was blown up in our eyes because she's our <laughs> friend, and we were like rooting for her. Yeah. But um, at that point in time, we were like, how do we create a space that isn't political?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, We didn't want to have a political event, but we did want to have an event that was about what it did it mean to be Latina mm-hmm. and that brand and that kind of conversation, which was really cool for her and cool for us to kind of play in that space and do our first event. Um, it was really successful, and I think that's kind of what set up the framework of how now we do our events.
0: Great, okay. And then finally, so just kind of thinking about Trenza and where you want it to go, what, what do you envision by the time we gather together, <laughs> together for Sally again next year?
1: Woo! Um, <laughs> so many things. Um, so, well, when we launched our site, we launched with four vendors. Um, mm-hmm. That was August 1st. Um, and now we have 13 vendors, get, hoping to get 15 by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so in another year, I'd like to have at least doubled that, so having thir- anywhere from 30 to 35 vendors on our website. Um, I'd like to have had events in LA, mm-hmm. um, and an event here in Austin. Okay. We'd like to have established our college brand ambassador program, so giving students the opportunity to create events like Fort Trenza um, to sell our products um, and to engage in their community. Um, And ultimately, we'd like to have a large enough space, uh, a large enough community that's bought in that in the next two years after that, we can build a physical space, um, which will be really cool for our community to kind of connect in and engage in as well.
0: Okay, wonderful. And then finally, just since we have you here, do you want to <laughs> let people know where they can go if they want to check out what you've got?
1: Yeah, so you can check us out online at Um You can also follow us on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. at holatrenza, so H-O-L-A-T-R-E-N-Z-A. Um, for honor, if you just type in Frenza on Instagram, we're the first ones to pro- probably pop up. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, and our website has everything you would need to know about our content, our commerce, and our, our community events. Well,
0: wonderful. Well, thanks for being here and continued. Good luck to y'all.
1: Yeah, thank you. Start
0: this journey. <laughs> All right, thanks. For more information on the National Hispanic Institute, visit our website, www.nationalhispanicinstitute.org. Music by Andres Coto. This podcast was partially sponsored by Union Pacific. We thank them for their generosity in sponsoring the NHI Podcast Network.